0: Hello, this is Christina Pop and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Pop podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and with your energy and how to follow your soul's deepest desires to create a thriving life, That feels really good. Let's get started. Hello everyone! Today we are continuing our special series of episodes, Summer Sanctuary. And I wanted to bring you all a replay of one of the most listened episodes on the podcast. This episode was part of the Water Element series, an element that is the utmost expression of the yin, the feminine energy. And so it's episode 5 of this podcast on rest. And rest is a beautiful ingredient of our summer sanctuary. And Even if your summer sanctuary is not a vacation, if you have decided to work entirely or partially during this uh, summer, what I want to tell you is that rest is not exclusively reserved to holidays, to vacations, that we can have cycles of rest, cycles of luxurious rest outside vacations and weekends. In this episode, I have walked you through a moment of reflection of what rest is for you and then I have covered in details the difference between rest as a way to recover from all the hard work and rest as something you offer yourself unconditionally, not because you deserve it, not because you earn it, but because luxurious rest is your birthright. So during your summer sanctuary, however you have designed it, you can ask yourself how rest looks like for you. How do you want rest to look like for you in your own summer sanctuary? Oftentimes we trade the to-do list that we had during the year for our work with the to-do list of the holidays, the to-do list of the organization, of the logistics, of the task, of the schedule of holidays. And the circumstances might have changed, but in you might now be actually in a different place geographically, even. But if your mindset around rest has not changed, you will just replace work tasks with other tasks, tasks related to holidays, and in the end, you will find yourself not resting. To this, I want to add another perspective. Your nervous system might need some time to regulate and to transition from a fight-and-flight response and high levels of stress, adrenaline and cortisol, to a state of rest. Expecting to go in vacation mode just like that, without transition, without effort, is unrealistic. You don't enter your summer sanctuary by pushing an on-off button. Instead, I want you to imagine entering your summer sanctuary, how you enter a temple. If you ever visited an Egyptian temple virtually or in person, you have probably seen that you enter an Egyptian temple gradually. There is... A first space where the light is brighter, where more people have access, and then as you go deeper, you enter more intimate and mysterious dark chambers. There is a transition from the bright sunlight to the mysterious darkness. So I want to invite you to create that for yourself, to create that transition for your nervous system from fight and flight mode to rest mode. So that might look like including more rest before you actually start your summer break, before you are officially on vacation. And maybe if you cannot do that during the week, maybe it's just weekend, the weekends before. Maybe these weekends can be more less intense and more time for rest. And also letting yourself maybe to be more active in the first days of your, uh, of your summer break of your summer sanctuary. So gradually decelerating instead of pushing the brakes and and expecting to stop and switch to vacation to vacation mode just like that. In this episode I am also talking about regulating the nervous system and this is something that's the work I do with my clients through somatic works, somatic practices. And that's breathwork, somatic tools, tools like uh, emotional freedom technique and non-linear movement. And also in this episode, you will hear me talking about the difference between productive rest and non-productive rest and how our brain can sometimes agree with productive rest. Even sleep or exercise can be seen by our brain as productive rest. But our brain can be really resistant to non-productive rest, to white space and fardiente. So this is also something you might want to be aware of while creating your summer sanctuary. And in order to invite you to luxurious rest in your summer sanctuary, I will add in the notes of this episode the link to my luxurious rest playlist. This is a playlist that was accessible only to those of you who subscribed to my Thrive letter. And actually, my client Tracy has talked about this playlist on episode 25, saying how much she loved it and how much our work on luxurious rest helped her. So I wanted to give you access to this playlist uh, so that you can listen to it in your own summer sanctuary. And I will put a link into the notes of this episode. So now, let's dive into rest. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This podcast is designed to follow the rhythm of the five elements. And two weeks ago, I have started a mini-series on the water element and we talked about intuition, on episode 2, and pleasure on episode 3, and today we will talk about rest. These topics are associated to the potency of the water element, and the water element is in traditional Chinese medicine the utmost expression of the yin, the feminine energy. So if you want to know more about the yin, the feminine energy, and the duality between yin and yang, the feminine and the masculine, that we have, um, that all of us, we we all have this in ourselves, all genders, then go back to episode one. And if you want to better understand the five elements and how their energy is reflected in our daily lives, then go back to episode two on your energetic cycle. And so today we will continue on the element of water. And one beautiful expression of this element is rest. So this is not another episode on the importance of rest. I think that by now we all have understood it. Even high achievers like me, like I used to be, I remember I was so proud uh, and I would even brag about my ability to sleep and rest for very a very few number of hours. But at some point in my life my body said stop and I finally got it. So if you have a similar experience, um, if you were or still are a high achiever and a perfectionist like I used to be, and maybe you resisted the idea of rest, probably by now you know that rest is important, right? So this is not an episode on the importance of rest. In this episode, I want to offer you some different perspectives from what you might have heard before. First of all, I want to ask you what is your definition of rest? Your own very personal definition. Oftentimes, and also in the dictionary, rest is defined as sleep or in contrast with action and motion. But how do you define rest? Does rest equal sleep for you? Does rest include other activities as, for example, playing with your kids, doing yoga, meditating, going on holidays. When you are on your couch, but you grab a knitting work or your phone and you scroll on social media, is this resting for you? Do you define rest as opposite to work? Like everything that is not work is in the category of rest. Because in this case, you might include activities like doing groceries and taking care of your home and of other people in the category of rest. And you might do that maybe consciously or not so consciously. So take a look at that. Do you define rest as far niente, doing nothing? Completely like white space, no activity that is scheduled or done. There is no right or wrong answer here, but just get crystal clear with what resting looks like for you and ask yourself, Do you like that definition? Does it feel good? Or do you want to take a closer look at it? Like really, honestly, take a closer look at your definition of rest. Now I want to introduce a nuance in how you might see rest. I have noticed that there is rest as recover. And rest as something you actually offer yourself unconditionally, naturally, just because. And when you think about the energetic cycle that we talked about in episode 2, we saw that each element has its place and there is a flow, a continuity in this cycle of elements. So rest, that is associated to the water element, is not a way to recover from the previous element, which was the metal, or a way that we we need to recover so that we can create the next element, the wood, the next one in the the cycle. And winter is not the recovery from autumn and, and the necessity for spring, right? It is part of the flow of life. In the energetic cycle, we saw that water is part of the cycle and so rest is part of the flow of life of the cycle of life and so how is your relationship with rest do you allow yourself to rest so that you can recover from work and maybe sometimes you might even have like a negotiation with yourself i have worked that many hours therefore i need to rest I have done this and that, and so I have earned my right to recover. I have exhausted myself, so now I need to desperately rest. Do you see rest as your unconditional birthright? That you can rest just because you desire it, just because it brings you pleasure, just because you treat yourself with kindness and unconditional love, and you don't link that to how much you have done or you have achieved. So you can check this by checking the difference in your vibration, in your body. Because rest from a place of recovering feels like a hangover. It's like, I need this or else I will burn out. It's like rest as a necessity. Like I'm desperate, i mean, desperate need of it. And in this case, in your body, you will feel like a contraction, like tension, like tightness in the body. In the second case, rest for, from that comes from you treating yourself well, um, that feels good and expansive. And you might tell yourself, I actually want this for no reason, just because. And this is how I honor myself. And then in this case, it feels like nourishment, Feels fun, if it's pleasurable, luxurious, and there is no inner tension. It's like this is your sacred space. But in the beginning, thinking about rest this way, like this is how I honor myself, I treat myself count, kindly, I love and respect myself. Therefore, I build rest in my life, in my energetic cycle. So this way of seeing rest won't necessarily feel good in the beginning, because in the beginning, if your brain sees rest as something unproductive or something you need to earn or deserve, then you might feel guilt or anxiety. So... What you need to do is to build a different belief system that supports you in the integration of rest as something that is sumptuous, natural, luxurious, unconditional space in your life and part of your cyclic nature. So that was the first nuance. The difference between rest as recovering and rest as a way of You know, this is how I treat myself and I don't need anything to deserve it. Another nuance and perspective I want to offer you is related to our capacity of allowing time for something in between. Here's what I mean by that. If you have already built rest in your calendar, you might have basically two categories, things that are work and all the things that you do for your well-being, like maybe sleep, exercise, maybe you meditate, um, or you do nature walk or meditation walk, all the things that you have built into your schedule and that are for you um, to rest for your well-being. But there might be a gray zone, which includes activities that are not work, And they are not your well-being either. And in this grey zone, you might include activities or rather non-actions, they are actually non-actions, that our brain perceives as unproductive. Daydreaming, far niente, or time for doing nothing. Because what might happen is that your brain consciously or not so consciously but got the idea that at some point sleep is productive that actually, when you don't sleep, you are not as productive um, later on. You might get sick, you might get burned out, and so your brain gets this. And so this is uh, the new normal. Um, there is no more brain drama around should I sleep? Should I not sleep? Should I meditate? Should I not meditate? Should I exercise? Should I not exercise? Our rational mind can see a form of efficiency behind these well-being activities uh, that include sometimes um, sports, so exercising, sleep, the meditation even, uh, maybe yoga. But then our brain doesn't really know what to do with things like daydreaming and moments of far niente, moments where it's not work and we don't do well-being activities either. And you might even caught in this inner dialogue where you, if you want to have these moments of daydreaming and doing nothing, your brain will offer you, well, we should, you should be working or no, you should be doing something, you should be sleeping or you should be um, doing your exercise, ex- you should be exercising. So this gray zone in between might be challenging for some of us. So check this with yourself. For you, if for you it's not challenging to build in your schedule sleeping and exercising and your your own well-being activities, then look at uh, how challenging it is for you to allow yourself to daydream, to have time and space for doing nothing for what we call far niente. How comfortable you feel about having this quote-unquote extreme form of non-action, non-productive rest in your calendar, in your life. So I'm going to repeat that, how comfortable you feel about having this quote-unquote extreme form of non-productive rest in your calendar and in your life. And this is an invitation to just get curious about it and not to judge yourself. This is an invitation to explore your relationship with rest what I have learned and this is something that I have also found out with my clients in my coaching practice is that creativity oftentimes arises in these in-between moments in this gray zone of daydreaming and doing nothing and this is when creative ideas arise and we will talk more about creativity in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Pop, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.